Welcome to Stories of Terra. My name is Guy Black, your Raven Hood on the interwebs, and I'm just a humble storyteller here to draw you into the vast world of Terra by Riot Games. The Riot Games community has crafted an incredible universe anchored in some pretty neat legends. Each week, we jump into the Riot Games universe and narrate something from the world of Terra off of the Riot Universe site. Think of this whole thing as an audiobook project of League stories and lore by yours truly. This week's story is Nautilus, the Titan of the Depths. And I am already going to apologize for my terrible impression because I am not operating at 100% right now. So, bear with me, I hope. But here is the quote. When consumed in utter darkness, there is nothing left but forward. Not quite as deep as I imagine him, but c'est la vie. A lonely legend, as old as the first piers sunk in bilgewater, the armored Goliath known as Nautilus roams the dark waters off of the coast of the Blue Flame Isles. Driven by a forgotten betrayal, he strikes without warning, swinging his enormous anchor to save the wretched and drag the greedy to their doom. It is said that he comes for those who forget to pay the bilgewater tithe, pulling them down beneath the waves with him, an iron-clad reminder that none can escape the depths. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. Well, before we get in, you know, go check out the other podcast that I'm a part of. It's called the Gamer Alchemy Podcast. I will not be on the most recent episode, but we had our first guest, Elliot, and his current DM joined together to create a gin-themed dungeon for Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition, including the gin from uh, League of Legends lore. So, go check it out. Uh, yeah. And now on with our stories and bio for Nautilus. To understand the legend of Nautilus, one must first know the man. For even the tallest of tavern tales agree he was indeed a man. Though the waves have washed away the name he was born with, most remember Nautilus as no mere sailor, but as a salvage diver. Just beyond the southernmost reach of the Blue Flame Isles lies a graveyard of ships, rumored lost while searching for a blessed land, looking to trade wealth for immortality. On a fair day, their glittering holds beckoned from beneath the surface, and many crews sought divers to collect the lost fortune. None could match the skill of the quick-sinking hulk of solid muscle that was Nautilus. With lungs that could steal the air from the galleon sails, Nautilus preferred to free-dive, always bringing up plenty of gold and jewels for the crew. The man demanded no special wages. He asked only that the captain toss a coin overboard as they set out. 
honoring and appeasing the vast ocean. A sailor's superstition to be sure, but many a seafaring crew made such offerings to ensure a safe return. Years of salvage depleted the easy treasure, each haul becoming less and less, until one day, Nautilus's crew learned that their ship and working papers had been bought out from under them. The dawn was scarlet the morning of the new captain came aboard. Hailing from a foreign port, he brought with him a giant suit of brass and iron. He zeroed in on Nautilus. Indeed, he had purchased the command because of Nautilus. It was clear the captain was obsessed with a specific wreck, one shrouded in darkness even on a fair day. The diving armor could withstand the pressures of the ocean floor far longer than any man, long enough to collect what was hidden in the abnormal murk. The crew agreed working was better than starving, and Nautilus found himself being bolted into the suit, the wooden deck groaning under the load. Panic rose in his throat when he realized that they had nothing to pay the tithe. The foreign captain laughed as Nautilus was lowered into the water. He assured the crew that whatever the bearded lady was protecting would make them all rich beyond their wildest dreams. When Nautilus returned to the surface, he would make their silly sacrifice. As Nautilus sank, the light above him dimmed, and all grew quiet. The man's own breath was the only sound echoing in the iron suit. Then something reached from the depths. He was being pulled down, and for the first time, Nautilus felt liquid fear wrap itself around his heart. It was not treasure his captain sought, but something slumbering, some eldritch power. Nautilus grabbed the anchor chain, his last connection to the world above, and hauled himself up even as the thing below sought to drag him down, but the weight was too much. Just as his giant metal fingers were about to breach the surface, the chain snapped. Nautilus screamed within the suit, but none could hear him. He tumbled back into the inky maelstrom, clutching the sinking anchor in desperation. Dark tendrils enveloped him, and he could only watch as the dimming outline of his ship faded away. Then everything went black. When Nautilus awoke on the ocean floor, he was something different. The darkness could no longer hurt him. The great metal suit had become a seamless shell around him, concealing the bond that the primordial power had made with his spirit. Trapped in the sunless depths, he could remember only one thing, the new captain's broken promise. Nautilus vowed, there and then, that all would pay the ocean's tithe. He would see to it himself. Driven ever forward by this thought, he trudged toward the shore, but by the time he reached Buildwater, years had passed, and he could find no traces of his captain or crew. There was no life he could return to, no revenge he could take. Instead, he returned to the sea, allowing his anger to surface on the greedy, gutting their ships with his mighty anchor. Sometimes in the tumble of waves, distant memories of who he was push up above the waterline. But always, the man who is Nautilus stays drowned just below the surface. And for today's story, which is written with a fun little flair, it's called The Ophidian by Anthony Reynolds. No, no, the seat's not taken. Pull up a chair and sink a few, friend. Though that might be a poor turn of phrase, given my history. <laughs> Aye, 
I've seen a few shipwrecks, been in one myself, as it goes back when I was young like you. Her name was the Ophidian. That ship, pulled down beneath the jagged straits. I was the only survivor, too. Maybe you buys me a drink and I'll tell you about it. This? No, no, no. This coin's not for spending, friend. That's my lucky kraken. For to pay the tithe. The tithe. You know the tithe. Everyone knows about the tithe. Pay the tithe or face the ocean's wrath. Oh, the bearded lady? Ha <laughs> ha. Then you never heard a Nautilus either. The titan of the depths. Barkeep. Pour us around, barkeep. There's a good lass. This is a tale that needs an ale, as they say. And my friend here's buy-in. Now that's the good stuff, that is. "'Twas almost thirty years back now, returning from a hunt. I was a harpooner, finest shot in the slaughter fleets. We'd caught ourselves an axe-fin leviathe, one of them old, big, mean buggers, and when we were hauling the beast back to port. It were just before dawn. Bilgeotter city lights flickered in the distance, beckoning us in. There the razorfish and the berserker sharks followed us close by, cause the axe was, you know, oozing into the water, you see. And our captain... Well, none of us much cared for him, untrustworthy sort. He swears blind that he paid the tithe afore we went. A single gold crack, and he said, For tis all I have to give. But none of us seen him throw it over the side, now did we? So, naturally, as we were suspicious, cause we knew he was a tight-fisted old wharf rat, but we sailed on anyways. And that, that's when the titan hit us. Without warning, this bloody great anchor comes at us from below, smashed clean through the keel, up through the main deck, caught us tight and started pulling us down. Oh, it was chaos, friend, sailors thrown overboard, waters churning, scavengers feeding. I grabs the captain, screaming at him, you're a liar, you're a liar, this is a lady's punishment for those who don't pay. Ship was going down fast, but then the planking gave way, didn't it? And the anchor slid back to the depths. If it had ended then... More of us might have got away, but it weren't over. Nautilus weren't done with us yet. The ship tipped to starboard, right sudden. It was the weight of the Titan himself hauling up onto the deck. Perhaps once it had been a man, but it weren't no man that I saw that night rising from the waves. I has our captain by the throat. This is your doing, I roared, as I chokes the bastard me eyes wide. He can see Nautilus is coming for us. So I shoves the captain away, down the slanted deck, and this thing catches him in one hand. If you can believe it, it was so big. Fingers closed completely around his body, and the captain turned to small man by any stretch. Here's your tithe, I yells, and jumped overboard. I don't know how long I was in the water. Must have been only seconds, but it felt like an age. But the sea scavengers didn't get me. Mother Serpent be praised, pulled myself up onto the stone pinnacles out there in the straits, and I watched the Ophidian sink. Nautilus still held the captain, squirming and wriggling like a stuck worm, but there was no escape in that grasp. The Titan was just standing there, motionless as a statue. I watched him go down, down into the darkness. Why spare me? Don't rightly know. Perhaps I was the only one to make an offering. Or maybe Nautilus wanted someone left alive to tell the tale. But on the darkest bilgewater nights, when the murder fogs roll in, you might hear 
him wading out from the shadows slow and steady like dragging that accursed anger in his wake want advice my friend keep a coin in your pocket and always pay the tithe and don't trust no captain who says he's done it lest you've seen it for yourself after all <laughs> you might not be as lucky as me Well then, see, these ones that kind of have the obscure nature to them that function more like legends, I think Amumu was one, these are the ones I really like, and I don't know if it's because they have this element of, uh, like, mystery to them, or if I'm just drawn to legend and myth, kind of the the gray area. Was he, a, he was a man, but we don't know what, and now he serves this, this, like, grand purpose anyway love that kind of stuff uh i hope you enjoyed it i was kind of doing a bizarre undead streak not was undead and next week we're gonna do karthus karthus it is and uh, i'll get my singing voice ready i'm a little bit uh oh, i'm a little bit froggy today get that vocal fry going on you know can't even keep it up myself anyway appreciate all of you coming along went from australian to irish there i don't know what's going on with my life i'm just going completely crazy so before i lose you all i hope you all have an enjoyable weekend as always thank you so much for listening and go ahead and leave a review or uh, mark that star or leave in the comments on my social media what you'd like to hear yada 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 thank you so much again and catch you on the flip side